Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Yeah, good evening everybody and welcome to Go Rangers Radio. Broadcasting live from the Go Hockey Media Studios in New York, baby. Yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert. And please, everyone, say hello to your friend of mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore. KD, what you got for me, brother? Good, man. I am feeling good. I, I think, Paulie, I think, I think the Rangers are good. Two in a row, baby. <laughs> I think they're a good team. <laughs> just, the, just the captain of the ship, baby. <laughs> it's about time he picked the goalie. Goodness gracious. It only took him, like, um, two months or however long this has been going on for. <laughs> we don't want to get into that today, folks. No, and don't get too excited. So we don't know who's starting <laughs> in Minnesota, or do we? Do you know yet? Did you hear yet? I didn't hear yet. <laughs> it better be Shes Yorkin. I'm going to lose it. Uh, barrels of Shesty sauce for everyone, everybody. So here we go. Your New York Rangers, 28, 23, and 4. Good for 60 points. Seventh in the Metro. 21st in the league, nine points back out of the wild card, KD. A little closer, and 12 points back of your New York Icelanders. Two in a row, baby. Kings at home, 4-1. to one. And then Winnipeg last night, another 4-1 score. McKay gets on the board against the Kings. Our buddy Kako, he must have been listening. I gave him the business last week. We also gave the business Panera, and he puts a goal in. D'Angelo doing his stuff. Kreider, are we really going to trade Kreider? Two goals last night. McStrong gets on the board, and the ever-dependent Mika also, and Mr. Shesty backing us to two wins. Captain Quinn, Coach Quinn, I should say. We don't have a captain, but we're <laughs> winning, and everything is good, right, Kevin? Have a good night. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Hey, look, I am I am <laughs> loving life with this team right now, and do you know why I'm loving life with this team right now, Paulie? KD, Be- Why? Because everything I've been talking about since day one of this podcast is coming to fruition. While everybody was jumping off cliffs and fire Quinn and fire up. Oh, wait, I said fire up. Never mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, I said, look, there's a plan in place. They're being patient. Guys like Smith and guys like Haley, they're just placeholders. Trust me, they're not going to be in there during the second half of the season. And let me ask you something, Paulie. Is Brendan Smith in the lineup anymore? No. Is Michael Haley in the lineup anymore? No, we have no idea where he is. He's <laughs> hanging out with Georgia somewhere. <laughs> exactly. I think he's hurt. Actually, I think he's hurt and he's out for the season. So maybe that decision was made for Quinn. But, <sighs> you know, nevertheless, he's not playing. You know, Howden. Not the third-line center anymore. I mean, these things were eventually going to happen. It's a rebuild. It takes a a while for these things to take place. And for some reason or another, these Ranger fans, and we're all masochists, I guess, but everybody's, like, miserable today. I don't know what it is, Paulie. I'm I'm sending out tweets about, you know, how excited I am and, and... you know, Quinn is, you know, pushing the right buttons and maybe he's not as terrible as everybody thought he is. And everybody's angry. Like, they're angry that the Rangers are doing well. I don't get it. I mean, I know a lot of Ranger fans would rather, you know, be right and the Rangers suck <laughs> than be wrong and them do well. But, you know, I mean, everybody should be so pumped about this team right now because the rebuild is progressing just so nicely. We have this, you know team now this exciting young team you know the youngest in the league you have guys like fox on the team and Lingren and you know howden and heedle and kako i mean 
be excited, Ranger fans. It, it's they're starting to turn it around. I mean, they've won what five of seven games, and since that disaster they had in in uh, Western Canada, you know, and in going into the new year and through the new year, where basically we were throwing dirt on the season, it was over. I mean, they've won nine of the last fourteen games. I mean, this is good stuff, Paulie. I'm excited, and it's. You know, this is how rebuilds work. This is how it's supposed to happen. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't just throw the young kids to the wolves and say, figure it out. Because guess what? Not all of them do. Not all of them swim. A lot of them sink. So the Rangers went with this patient way, and it's starting to pay off. And I'm excited. And I, and I have this vision. I'm down in the galley, and I'm looking up at you. And you're on this pedestal, and you're just you're shouting this down from the mountain <laughs> on all the Ranger fans. And you're just like, take a chill pill, man. I told you it was going to be okay. <laughs> just let, We're going to be raising a cup in a couple of years. Don't Ooh. worry. <laughs> oh, stop saying those things, man. Bad luck. I got my well, fingers crossed. Don't worry about it. Well, everybody does, I guess. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, this is the uh, this has been, I guess, the 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 beauty and the beast of of you know watching this team this year is you know we all have said you know they got the talent and then um, I guess you know when you look at it, all the bad sides of the show here that's going on. That's that's the bad side of the rebuild. That's the bad side of the young kids. That's the bad side of the second year coach. It's the bad side of the uh, figuring out the goaltending situation. Um, you know, uh, other guys chipping in, second and third line scoring, uh, getting a system down, uh, getting the lines running on a, on a consistent basis. So, um, you know, they had the stinker against Buffalo there, but, you know, they've come back really well. Eight goals is great, man, in two games. I mean, you know, and they've, they've done what they've supposed to to do. I'm not getting the right English there. They have done what they have. They, they have done what they were supposed to do. Yes, that's it. They beat Detroit, you know, and they beat L.A. And hell of a game last night going into Winnipeg and Truba, the homecoming and everything else. It's a, it's a great it's a great look for this squad, and and Shostjorkin is, you know, he's got the new mask, and he's 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 keeping it nice and shiny. Now, I was I was uh, working last night, and I uh, had the game on in the background, and then uh, you know I'm 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 watching the game, and I see Shesty in there, and then all of a sudden, I look up and I see Hank is in the net. So, can you take me through what happened because I, I don't know what happened there. Well, you know, to really trigger. You know, the range of fans who don't like D'Angelo because of, you know, who he likes is, you know, who, because he likes the guy in the White House. You see me setting um, you up here, right, buddy? <laughs> I told I said to Paulie beforehand, I'm, I'm fired up going into the show because there are a range of fans out there who don't like D'Angelo because he, you know, likes who's in the White House. You know, he he bumped into the um, player on uh, Winnipeg. Last. I don't even know who the guy was. And the guy hit into Shestork, and of course, all the Ranger fans are yelling at <laughs> D'Angelo, you know, because, you know, he likes Trump. So, but anyway, um, you know, we weren't you, yelling you, at the you, Winnipeg you, guy. I can't, you know, you just did it. We were doing so well. <laughs> no mention of politics on the show. Sorry. And, and that has nothing to do name. with. Uh, Sorry. We're apolitical here. I know what you're saying. But, man. Uh, I'm just saying. We almost I, made I it to the season. To almost. Almost. <laughs> Stick to the And script. it really is nothing. And to, to be honest, I don't care who's in the White House. I mean, if you're in that mind. I'm not getting into it. Um, anyway, so he bumps into Shestor. He goes down. He grabs his leg. I almost had a heart attack, like, in my freaking den. Yes, I, like, you know, clutching my heart. My son was like, oh, my God, Dad. Um, so, thankfully, you know, he gets up. You know, he seems like that he's okay. You know, Ramsey comes out. Are you all right? It seems he's fine. And, and you know, playing. And, and actually, to be honest, I didn't think he looked that steady on his skates initially. I think he might have even slipped once trying to make a save or going across. So I was like, oh, my goodness. I wonder if he's if he's really injured and, and he's trying to gut it out. You know, he's a rookie. He doesn't want to come out of the game. Finally sort of becoming the starting goalie. And then all of a sudden, like, 10 minutes later, the, you know, off ice official comes and basically says that he's got to come, come out and go into concussion protocol because I guess when he got hit, he must have gotten elbowed in, in the head. And, he's a wee fella too, you know. <laughs> well, the strangest part about it is, you know, the rain. And look, I get better safe than sorry. And I, and I do get it. And, and um, you know, I, I don't know why they waited ten minutes. Maybe they saw something on on tape afterward. Maybe they saw the stumble, 
that I saw after, which I attributed to maybe his leg. Maybe they thought it was something, you know, in his head, um, you know, that that he wasn't feeling well from from the shot he took to the head. Um, but, you know, I mean, Ramsey went out there and was talking to him, you know, and I'm, I'm sure if he would have sensed that something was wrong with him, whether, you know, he seemed a little out of it or whatever it was. I mean, he, he would have made a call right there. But instead, you have this off ice official. I don't even think is in, who's in the arena, who's who's making the decision to pull a goaltender out of a game. It, it seems like a weird system. To be honest, Paul, I didn't even I didn't even know they had this in in hockey. I mean, obviously they have it in football. You know, I know that they put the guys in the concussion protocol. But I didn't even realize that they had it in hockey. Did you know that? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know. Yeah, and and to me, it seems like would be like it's so subjective. And and again, I, I get better safe than sorry. And 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 uh, you know, head hits these days are, are are brutal. And a lot of these guys, you know, later on in life are really suffering from it. So I get it. But it, it seems very subjective because like. A couple of minutes later, Buchnevich just got absolutely wrecked. And it looked like he may have even gotten hit, like, in the head a bit. Like, but he didn't get taken off the ice. Like, why not? Like, nobody, if you're likes, take... nobody likes Buchnevich. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you, know, well, you know, now that he's, like, on the tw- he's number 12 on the to-be-traded list or the trade-bait list on TSN. So, you know, gotta, we don't want him to look injured. But anyway, but it, it's just – it's a weird system. It's a very strange system. That they have set up, and again, I, I appreciate the the safety of it all. Although, you know, if the NHL really did care about head hits, they they'd actually hand out real suspensions when they happen instead of like you know one gamers. Uh, but anyway, but I digress. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was when it initially happened, it it was pretty scary to see you know him go down like that, grab his you know knee. You're like, <clears throat> you know, typical. That would be such a range of thing to happen and you know there's still you, time for that to happen kd <laughs> although you know what it wouldn't have mattered because we have like 60 other goalies on the team so That's you know right. they were next man up so but yeah well you know like i said it was kind of weird for me to see that uh that that go down and and you know um, i really went off on a tangent there paulie yeah well <laughs> talking about trump i talking about headshots and uh, never mind Get back Slowly into pour another white cloth <laughs> and settle down, pal. All right? We're going to get through this, okay? A lot of excitement going on. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've known about, like, you know, when these guys get hit and then they got to usually wait 24 hours or whatever. But I've never seen it happen uh, in-game like that. That's a, that's a first one for me. And, like I said, I was And Chess York, and he was pissed, too. You could see he was he – was, I don't know if he was yelling at Ramsey, but he was just like, I'm fine. or fine. You know, you know, I, I can't come out of the game. You could tell he was angry. He was not happy that they were taking him off the ice either. Well, look, the kid stole the gig from uh, one of the best goaltenders in the world and uh, another uh, phenomenal Russian goaltender. This kid, you know, he's got an ego like you do, KD. You know, he doesn't <laughs> want to come out of the game now. He's the big story. He got his nice, flashy new mask. You know, he's, he's traveling, uh, you know, all over the place now with the team. He's stopping 40 shots a game, you know. He's uh he's the kid the guy's from Weed Bleed Blue already have the shirt out for him. He's a huge star, man. He's a and you, huge and you gotta, star. And you gotta give Hank credit, by the way, for coming in there. He made a huge save. You know, where you know, coming out cold and uh made one big they only had the one shot for the remainder of the period, but it was a big save. Um and and so it was good to see Hank come out there. And actually if Shestjorkin in in a real weird uh dynamic to what went on, if Shestjorkin didn't allow the goal at the end of the game, um, Winnipeg's one goal, Lundqvist would have gotten the win. <laughs> I, and I, I, Lundqvist might have gotten the shutout, too. Some weird quirk, statistical quirk. You know, he because he was in there when, when they took the lead, and it was very – that would have been something if Shestorkin would have not only had to come out of the game, but he they would have taken the win away from him too and given it to Lundqvist, a one-save victory for Lundqvist. That would have been something. Well, it might be something that Quinn might want to do, you know, in games. <laughs> Throw Hank in for, you know, one or two shots and put Chesty back in there. But that's, you know, that's it's just not going that way for Hank this year, you know. He's not going to get those breaks. He hasn't, and – uh Man, what a trip seeing this uh, the young kid go in there and, uh, you know, Georgie in there against Buffalo. I mean, what what's going on? I mean, 
Is it February twenty third yet? I mean, can we get this over with? You know, I mean, what if you what you you mentioned something? There's some uh, what's some what's the latest rumors, buddy? While we're at it, let's just stick with uh, Georgie Evan and uh, you know CK. There is lighting up the lamp here. He's not making it easy. Um, you know, what are we gonna do with Kreider? Let's just talk trade here, and then we'll, we'll run through the rest of the team here. In the last couple of games, some other topics, but um, let's kind of get this trade rumor stuff. Uh, what, what do you know, Swami? I I think that Gordon. Is, is sitting behind his desk. He's got his feet up. He's got a Glenn the cigar in his mouth. <laughs> and he is just like, let the office come in. Let them come in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this I, – we talk about it every week. I mean, the, Kreider is – by scoring all these goals, he's making the decision. Yeah, what is he doing? So, just so tough because – Every goal, I'm sure the offers, are, you know, after every goal, I'm sure the offers are getting, you know, that much. Money. The guy has like 27 points in the last 26 games or so, something ridiculous like that. So, you know, but, you know, the problem that, you, that you're looking at, and again, we, we discuss it every week with Kreider is, you know, he is such a huge piece of this team right now. I mean, as soon as you trade him, you just set the rebuild back, you know, another year. Because, you know, you're now going to be looking to replace him. And, you know, I don't know who's out to, to replace him with. So, you know, he could be he could still be a such a big part of the rebuild going forward because he had I mean, he turns 29, I think, in like two months or something. Well, the so big he, thing he is the has... contract, right? The big thing is the contract, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, it comes back to the contract. But that's all it is, gonna... right? As, as far as, you know, as far as you're concerned and maybe a percentage of fans, maybe it's split down the middle here, whether or not um, he's talented enough, he's a great guy, he's a great ranger, keep him on the team, you know, figure out the money and keep him. It's not so much, Ray, we got to get rid of him no matter what. No. No, yeah, it's the contract. I mean, if he, if I heard if he was willing to sign like a five-year contract, it, they better sign him, you know, yesterday. Why but five? you know, why does it have to be five? Is that more because, on his end, or is, do you think that's more on a, on a team end? I, I like I like the shorter. You know, at this age, uh, three years is good. I no, I I think you got to be <laughs> realistic with it. I mean, he's not going to sign a three year deal, and you know the the five year deal gets him to you know thirty four years old. I mean, and this is just me and my preference looking at it. You know, and, and maybe even that last year may may be a tough year, but. You know, I would to me, the money doesn't matter because I think he'll be a productive player. Like even if you if you had to go towards seven million for five years, to me, it's always the term. I hate long term contracts. You know, anything longer than five. I I just I hate. I mean, you look at I mean, even look at what's happening with Lundqvist now. It's just they gave him and I get why they did it. He was he was the man then. And you had it. You had to lock him down and, and, and hope for the best in the final few seasons. And. But that's a disaster. The Girardi contract was a disaster. The Stall contract is a disaster. We can go on and on about all these long-term contracts that the Rangers have given and out over the years. And here you are talking about Gorton <laughs> having to say the cigar. And that's, you know, that's the big yeah. problem there. We don't want to get him, you know, too comfy in the office with the cigar. He's going to make more bad deals. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I, I, I'm hoping that a, a, they're just going to get a deal that's just too good to pass up. And, uh, and, and like we've mentioned, you know, in the past, the, the, the great scenario or the, the scenario that we would all hope for is that you get a huge hole for him at the trade deadline. And, uh, and the perfect scenario would be re-signing him to that five-year deal in the off season. Um, you know, that doesn't really happen that often where you, in the NHL, where you're trading a player away and, and then re-signing him in the off season, but that would be the dream scenario, um, for the Rangers and Ranger fans with, with Kreider. But, you know, the rumors out there are that, you know, Kreider and the Rangers have been talking contract. So it's not like the two sides aren't talking at all or there's some type of stalemate. They have been talking. The talks apparently have been heating up a bit, which is good. I mean, hopefully they can come out, come up with something that works for both sides because I think, in the Rangers' best interest, the Rangers' best interest, and Kreider's, I think, as well, it would be to, to get him re-signed. But they just can't get into that too, into too long of a contract. I'd rather pay him more per year um, for less years than, than pay him a little bit less for more years. Um, I mean, And that's just me. That's just my preference. So. I like that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean, I you know, 
you just don't want to be stuck with a guy, you know, when he's when he's just ridiculously past his prime and you have some younger guys who, you know, are, are now just waiting, biding their time sort of in the AHL or, you know, on the fourth line or whatever it is when when they could be making a difference. But, you know, Kreider's in the way. So, um, you know, that's that's really the latest on Kreider. And like I mentioned before, Buchnevich has is, is sort of popped up on this, you know, TSN trade bait. Um, list that that came out. He's number twelve, um, so he for some reason they think that he's someone that the Rangers could potentially be looking to move at the trade deadline. And you know, ironically enough, similar to Kreider, I mean, Buchnevich is this is the best he's playing all year right now, um, as far as you know scoring. He, I mean, it's not like he's been playing bad this year, but he just the stats weren't there. But now he's starting. He had, he had two assists in Winnipeg the other night. He's scoring some goals, so. Um, he's really starting to heat up as well. You know, and, you know, you put Kreider and Buchnevich along with, with Zibanejad, and uh, they've, they've really been the Rangers' best line of late. You know, Panarin had, and Strom, they had been struggling a bit, um, sort of broke out a little bit the last two games. Um, and, and so it's good to see them getting back on the score sheet as well. But, um, you know, Buchnevich's name is out there. I can't imagine that they would be looking to trade a young, talented player you know, in the middle of a rebuild, that just doesn't make much sense to me. I mean, who, who are you bringing in to replace him? Kravtsov? I mean, yes. you know, you're, you're bringing, you're bringing Kravtsov. You're sort of back to Buchnevich from like three years ago, you know? So, um, I, I just don't see the benefit of trading Buchnevich right now. That doesn't really make sense to me. Well, you know, it's something's going to give you one way or the other. And, and um, you know, a uh, rumor has it that you feel this is like the best lineup so far. Uh, that the squad's running, and uh, do, do you, you want to break this thing up right now? It's for at the no, I don't want it at all. I mean, I, I love, <laughs> I, I love the way so, the team. So looks you'd be right okay, now. you'd be okay, sitting pat right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if the Rangers feel confident that they can get a a uh, team friendly contract with Kreider, I, I'd be more than happy with with leaving the team alone right now. And, and wins and losses over the next few games is not going to change your mind. No, no. I mean, I'd have to see what the offers are. I mean, if you can get a, a great package for Sorry, Strom. Katie, you will not be in those meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you, I call over there every day. <laughs> There's some reason they won't patch me into Gordon. <laughs> it's Delari again. Tell him I'm not here. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, um, but you know, if, if there are offers out there, I mean, Gordon should be listening and you know, the, the Rangers are a team that's chock full of talent right now. And, uh, you know, Kreider is sort of, you know, the main piece of the trade deadline. He's sort of the, uh, bell of the ball or whatever you want to call him. He's the top guy out there. And, and I, as strong as a guy too, I, I can't imagine that other teams aren't interested in his services. Now, if a team is willing to overpay, I'd be more than happy with a moving Strom. Cause again, we are in the rebuild and I really don't know what Strom's future is with this team. You know, he is a restricted free agent, so they could bring him back on another one year contract, but you know, then what do you do with him next year? I mean, if he comes back and he has another great year with Panarin, you know, he's going to be looking for big bucks and, and, you know, you're almost in a similar situation to Kreider. I mean, are you giving Strom like this big long-term contract? So, you know, it, it, it's tough. I mean, I, I just love the way the team looks right now. I, I think they're really gelling. Um, you know, Quinn has sort of found, you know, a real solid lineup, you know, from first line to fourth line. The fourth line has been tremendous. Um, that That has now been put together um, where it's um, McKegg, Howden, and Lemieux. I mean, Think about that compared to like three months ago when it was Smith, Anderson, and Haley. Good Lord. That fourth line couldn't – that's not even an AHL fourth line. That's how bad those guys were. <laughs> um, but, you know, you get you have those, you know, three guys as your fourth line where they have some skill, they have some grit, um, you know, they work hard. And, and that's what – you know, there's youth, so there's some energy, um, you know, and that's really what you want for from a – from the fourth line. And actually what's made the fourth line possible is uh, Di Giuseppe. I mean, this guy has been tremendous since they brought up. I mean, he's not flashy. You know, he's out there. He's smart with the puck. He brings some energy. He works. 
he's working hard. He's not going to wow you. I mean, he's like a 26 year old journeyman guy, you know, but you know, he's out there. He's found that he's found a good little spot there with, with, um, Heedle and, and Kako. And it seems like Kako has been playing better with DJ Giuseppe, Giuseppe. I mean, who would have thought a Paisan would get, <laughs> get a, get uh, this Finnish guy going. I don't know what's going on over there, but, uh, you know, um, so, you know, Kako is, has looked great, you know, being on being, you know, on this line with Di Giuseppe now. And, um, you know, and obviously the top two lines have, have been what they've been. And actually, if you've noticed, it seems like Quinn is sneaking a couple of shifts for Heedle, um with Panarin and dropping Strom. Like they, he's been flipping Heedle and Strom for a couple of shifts, it seems, mm-hmm. the last couple of games, which I like, you know, get Heedle, you know, some some top six minutes with, with Panarin. I, I, I think that I like that Quinn is sneaking that in there every once in a while, um, which is good too. But yeah, I, I really, you know, I'm really enjoying this lineup and maybe that's sort of clouding my, my judgment as far as what this team should be doing at the <laughs> deadline. You know, I've been yelling all year, like it's not about wins and losses, but you know, it's been fun watching this team win, you know, now that they've got this sort of lineup together, you know, I, I'd like to see, you know, them play, you know, play together a little bit longer, but, you know, look, the salary cap is a reality and, and um, they still are in a rebuild and this is not, this just isn't their year. I mean, look, anything can happen. You know, St. Louis blues last year, look, they brought up a rookie goalie and, and he took them to the Stanley, to a Stanley cup. So, Hey, look, that's what the Rangers are looking like right now. But, um, you know, is that going to happen two years in a row? It's doubtful, and the Rangers have a long-term plan. But you know, I'm starting to get excited about this team and what I'm seeing. And and you know, if after the trade deadline, you know, suddenly like Kreider's gone and Bucinevich is gone and D'Angelo is gone, I'd be like, oh my goodness! And they're going to be terrible for the rest of the year. Fans are going to riot. I may riot. But uh, <laughs> stop mentioning <laughs> Tony D'Angelo and these trade rumors. He's All right, not fine. Going trade, anywhere? Fine. Trade. Brady Shea, there Then I'll be happy. I don't care what your <laughs> politics are. Leave Tony alone right where he is, okay? It's all good. Let's move off of that. So, look, it's, you know, the one thing that has gone up the last two games, look, it's great with the eight goals. Excuse me. And, um, you know, only having one goal against, obviously, both. But the shots on goal have gone up. Uh, 43 against the Kings. Uh, a really struggling uh, Kings team that's on the road. And then uh, 44 last night against Winnipeg. Um, so, obviously, credit the goaltending and just Yorkin and all that stuff. But uh, any any concerns here with the defense here in the last two games, my friend? No, not really. I mean, I, I while they did give up a lot of um, shots against um, Winnipeg and, and then the Kings, I, you know, it's weird. In that Kings game, I feel like after Kako scored, the team just stopped playing. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they thought they put the game away or whatever it was. When at, at when Kako scored, it's funny. I was I was looking at the at the app at at the time when Kako scored, and the Kings only had like twenty seven shots on goal. And then from th- then on, they they went nuts. And I, I just think that the Rangers relaxed. I don't know if they were just excited that Kako scored and got caught up in it or whatever it was. But the Kings dominated the game for like the next like 10 minutes or so and just had a ton of shots. So I, I just think the Rangers had a bit of a lapse there. And I, it was sort of the same thing against Winnipeg, too. The third period, they gave up a ton of shots to the Rangers. So um, I don't know if it was just, look, Winnipeg's a good team. And I don't know if they just were really pressing the score at that point and the Rangers were up. So they were playing more in a defensive shell um, because I thought they played pretty well the first two periods and again against the Kings as well. So. You know, I'm not really too concerned. I, I think that they've still been playing very well defensively. Um, so I, I'm not really concerned. I, I just think it was sort of circumstances of the games. Uh, you know, at least that's my opinion on it. All right. That's okay. That's what, do you, what do you think about that? It's it's all positive, Tay Pauly. You're, know, get, you're not getting me to criticize anything. Well, we're not, look, we're, what are we, a half hour <laughs> into the show? We haven't. I haven't complained about the goalie situation once, I don't think. <laughs> well, there's nothing to complain about, right? That's right. He's, Actually, he's... you know what? To go back to you're talking about the rumors before, you know, um, Buchnevich went on that list. You know who came off that list was Georgiev. So, I, I mean, after, you know, we, we broke the news last week during the show about the uh, Maple Leafs trading for a goalie since that point. I mean, it's not like other teams aren't going to be looking for a goalie, but, you know, sort of the Georgiev talk seems like they've completely quieted up. So who knows what the Rangers are going to do now? 
Well, what we got uh, just just under two and a half weeks uh, before the trade deadline. There's a lot of hockey going on. For I, I don't know if all the buys are gone. I, I can't really look at a quick rundown. But you know, there's a bunch of hockey going on. The Rangers are in the thick of it right now. So anything can happen. Yeah, you can see the intensity of the games are starting to go up. Uh, all the teams, including the Rangers, even Winnipeg last night, they're playing Winnipeg. Um, well, listen to me. They're playing Minnesota uh, here coming up, and uh, you know they're only four four points out of the wild card too. So these games uh, are going up a level. So I mean that's the cool thing. Not so much uh, say against the Kings, but that was a darn good win against the Winnipeg team that's trying to stay ahead of the Minnesota Wild. And then uh, you know it'll be uh, if they get through that game in Minnesota one way or the other. Uh, it's not a it's not an easy building to go into and take a couple of points off. But look, I, I can't wait for the Columbus game, man. I really, really can't wait for that game. Uh, outside of the game that I'm actually going to on Sunday against Boston, but um, I can't wait to just see the Rangers play the Blue Jackets again and see if they can kind of um, you know show up a little, uh, you know, give them the business a little more. I mean, the last game they played uh, last minute and stuff like that. But just in terms of where Columbus is kind of leapfrogged up there, they're the you know, top five, six team in the league now. And uh, it's another good test for them. And obviously the whole thing with torts and everything else. But um, if they can, if they can, you know, hopefully they can win here uh, against Minnesota and then go into Columbus again. I think it was kind of the same situation, right? When they went into Columbus, they had beat the Islanders a couple of times. It was, it's almost like it's lining up the same kind of thing that if they do meet, beat Minnesota here before, uh, you know, the Columbus game, they'll have, a, you know, almost a three-game winning streak, streak. And then it's, you know, the Blue Jackets that they're going to run into again. And then we'll see where the goaltending situation is too. I mean, I mean that's the kind of, you know, I guess we're we're kind of getting used to the fact that Chesty's on the bench. He's here. He's not going anywhere. You know, there hasn't been any kind of, you know, I guess, you know, Quinn in a couple of his press conferences saying, you know, he's here to stay right now. But I think that's that's one thing all of us as Ranger fans are just adjusting to. We, we at least know one guy is staying. One guy's definitely getting the starts, and then it's now it's between Hank and Georgie. And, uh, you know, so we're adjusting to that. And then seeing the guys put up eight goals and, and, and play pretty well here and, you know, like I said, nine points out with, you know, a bunch of hockey to go. The, you know, maybe this is the week, KD. Maybe this is the run. Can they do it this week? I don't know if they'll be Boston on Sunday, but, hey, is this the <laughs> week, KD? Uh, I, who knows? I mean, I hope so. I mean, you know, this team was so inconsistent earlier in the year. And, and you know, every every week I was predicting that they were going to, you know, lose against the teams they should beat and beat the teams they they should lose to, and it, it was it, amazingly it was sort of working out. But now you know they're they're beating on the team you mentioned before. They're beating the teams they should beat, and they're actually beating some of the teams they shouldn't beat as well. So they've just been a good, solid team lately. I mean, and, and again, I think it just goes to the lineup. And actually, you know, I I, I sit here and I I praise Quinn all the time, but. You know, the one thing that I do criticize him on are his like lineup decisions sometimes. And for some reason, after that great Toronto win last week, he flipped the lines in in that Buffalo game and then they lost. I, I just don't understand how you have that great win against Toronto and then he sort of screws up the lines. I don't know if he's overthinking or, you know, just decided to change things up or whatever. Didn't like what he saw for some reason in the Toronto game. And then, of course, he went back, you know, to the to the proper lineup against the Kings and we win again. And then, you know, we now have put this solid lineup together, like I mentioned before, and we go into Winnipeg and win. So if if Quinn can, you know, keep himself from making the lineup changes that he just loves to do, you know, I, I think this team is going to have, you know, a solid week. And, and yeah, they some good teams come up, like you said, Columbus and Boston. And then next week, you know, Carolina and um, we play Montreal and Philadelphia at the end of the month. So, you know, there's some some good tests coming up. We got the Islanders again. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what, you know, this team can do now that they've sort of found this this lineup that that's working. You know, the defense is, has been playing well. I mean, Fox is just like he's the best defenseman on the team right now. I mean, and it's not even close. You didn't this always is... feel that way, though, did you? Who, mate? Fox? Yeah. What are you, crazy? No, you didn't feel that way earlier. On the back. No, you didn't. No, no, no. I was. I said Stall, <laughs> not Fox. And actually, and and Stall, he's. I. I I'm going to be honest. You know, it's it's not oh, very here often. Here we go, I, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Let me <laughs> hold on. Let me just let me just get comfy here in the seat and get my drink here. And uh, all right, Katie, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me oh, some you stall. ready? Give me some Stall yeah. beans. Okay. Go ahead. It's not very often I'm wrong on this podcast. <laughs> 
I can't get through it. Go. <laughs> but but I I thought Stall was done. I mean, seriously, I was I, I was ready for them to buy him out in like November. Just like I don't know if you can do that, <laughs> but I was ready for them to do that. Um, and now I mean, he's really since he got back in the lineup and Hayek went down with the injury, and obviously now Hayek is is in the AHL. I, to me, Stoll has been a completely different defenseman. I mean, he hasn't. It's not like he's been great or anything, but he's just been solid. You know, and that's you, you don't all you need re- Mark to yeah, be. Exactly, it's all you need exactly. him to be. So I've gone from wanting him bought out in the middle of the season to let's keep him around for even next year, because if he can continue to play this way, and we have all these younger guys coming in next year, I mean, you're going to need some type of veteran, sort of steady oh, now veteran. He's, presence. Now he's going to be our this? defensive guru. Uh, Unbelievable! I, I, it is really crazy how fickle. <laughs> This fan who, base can be who not me, are you? but this fan. Oh, <laughs> oh give me a break! Uh, hey, look, Paulie, I preferenced all my small criticisms about <laughs> him being a warrior and all the great moments, and so. Yeah, well, I got some digs. So I'm allowed. You. You I'm allowed. Two on tape, buddy. Too, I got them as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, the defense is really. You know, been coming together. I mean, obviously we've they've had you know the offense all year, but it's that it's that Lindy Ruff defensive system. It's really coming together, Paulie. <laughs> Man, that guy is just a defensive, just genius right now. Oh yeah, eighty-seven <laughs> shots against the last two games. <laughs> but uh, the, oh yeah. my god, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, and, and just. Really, York and he's he is he's just phenomenal in there. He's just he's so quick. There's not a lot of rebounds. Ah oh, man, he he is just. I mean, as a former goal, he's just fun to watch. Absolutely, just a fun goaltender to watch. He is he's already, you know, he's just looking like an elite goaltender. You know, how, how what is he like six games into his NHL career, and you're just uh, this guy is going to be. He's gonna be good. Unless, yeah, I mean, there's some know. great there's some great stats about him. He's won everywhere, you know. He's he's just he's, he's just constantly been a winner, and he's 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 proven it here, obviously, with his team right now, and obviously dealing with the defensive uh, struggles, you know, in the last couple of games, and he's been there, and you know, he's uh, and, and we're lucky as Ranger fans, Rangers fans. I mean, you have to look in the mirror here and realize how spoiled we are. Uh, the fact that we've had, you know, Hank here the last 15 years or whatever it is. And then, you know, before that it was, uh, you know, Richter and so on and so forth. And then, you know, here we are. And, George, look, Georgiev, he's still the goods, man. He's still the goods. Uh, I'm a big fan of Georgia Boy. And, you know, it's just going to be interesting where these things go. But as a, as a franchise, as a team, and as a fan base, look, our, listen to us. Our biggest problem is, like, who who's going to stay in goal and who's going to get traded? You know, there's a bunch of teams in this league that are hanging by a thread on one goaltender, you know, or, uh, you know, hoping or they're rotating two, two guys in back and forth every night uh, who, are, who are not playing on, on a certain kind of level. And then, again, like I said, we have the depth down in the form, too. So... It's uh, it's a great thing to watch, you know. So it's we're having fun with it. I mean, obviously, me and you here every Wednesday night, the twists and the turns. It's it's just great to come back here on a Wednesday night after a couple of big wins, uh, and just seeing the team kind of progress, uh, you know. And, and they're they're still doing that whole like I said, we don't know what's going to happen these next couple of games. You know, the win couple and then lose a couple. I mean, they could easily, you know, get their butt kicks tomorrow night, butts kicked tomorrow night, and then uh, you know Friday stumble against Columbus because you know Columbus is going to ratchet up the uh, the emotions and everything else, and then Boston comes in on Sunday and they're just world beaters right now. So it, we could be looking at next week, me and you, uh, you know, or, or, or you know, like I said, throwing stuff on the wall and and all angry again. But hey, you know, the trade thing, everyone, trade yeah, everyone. Wow, it's <laughs> <laughs> just going to go back and forth, I guess, until we freaking get there, man. I've never wanted a trade deadline come so much, uh, uh, I think, prior to this season. Hey, the other thing, too, buddy, is um, what's this uh, sixth, sixth-ranked power play? What's this all about? Yeah, they've been, they've been phenomenal lately. And, and, you know, I was looking back at, at some of the power play goals that they've had over the last couple of weeks, and all of the goals are, like, right from in front of the net. And that's making the biggest difference. And most of it is Kreider because he's just been a monster. You know, he's it's just banging home rebounds, deflections. He's just been. Pay him what he he's wants. Been, pay him what he wants, Katie. <laughs> just pay him what he wants. 
he's just been like a physical force in front of the net. But it's been it's been everyone. There's been some nice tippins in front. Zabinishad had one. Howden had a had a, a a nice goal in front where he gloved it, put it down, and and scored. So you know, it, it's a lot of sort of dirty, like greasy goals that that you need. You know, on the power plays, making those plays in front of the net. Um, you know, and and the Rangers have a ton of skill on the power play as well, but. You know they're getting those those tough goals that you need to have, and and they're making those tough plays, and and it all starts with Kreider, like I said. I mean he's he's the biggest reason that the and the power play has been good all year, but it, it over the last couple of weeks it's really even progressed even further, um, where the, like you mentioned they're number six in the league now, um, and they're just just getting to the right places in front of the net, sort of causing that havoc in front. The team is getting pucks to the net which is just as important as getting bodies to the net. And they're you finding okay, ways buddy? to... Are you all right? I, I, okay. Yeah, just one too many white claw over here, my bad. <laughs> I hear you struggling over there. You okay, buddy? I had the hiccups. Goodness. <laughs> I got to stop drinking. Um, so, <laughs> so I had a drink beforehand to calm myself down because I knew I was going to start getting fired up about, about the team and, and, and how right I've been. Since day one, Paulie. Should I go yeah. over that again? <laughs> no, I got to start drinking more because you're making me sick. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's uh, the power play's been fun to watch. Again, I, I just love the skill out there. And um, it's really been mostly the first line, the first power play unit that's been doing the damage. But um, they, they've just got skill throughout this team, young, young skilled players. It's Like I said, it's just fun to watch this team. It's been fun to watch it progress. From the beginning of the year when, you know, we were getting a little frustrated with, you know, how how patient the uh, the organization was being with them with having guys like Smith and Haley out there. And I, I get that, you know, we don't want to see those guys out there. But, you know, I've always I always felt that they had a plan that it was ultimately going to shift to the younger players and 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 work its way you know through. And, and, and J.D., like, he had that one interview. It still sticks in my head. On the second game of the season in Ottawa, he must have said the word patient like 20 times during the interview. And I just said, that's how they're going to play it this year. They're not going to force these guys into the lineup and they're going to let it play out. They're going to let them, these guys learn the game, learn how to play it the right way. You know, send Heedle down to the AHL when they didn't think he was taken seriously. But on on that point, you cut me off in the middle of me praising myself. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I am. Because. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, there really hasn't been, you know, as forcing these guys to play this and that or whatever. I mean, this has pretty much been the same crew since, you know, beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? Outside of uh, Shishjorkin coming in here, um, you know, he'll obviously coming back up. But, uh, and, you know, Giuseppe getting a little bit of time here or whatever. But, you know, Quinn hasn't really had to go down and, and you know, throw the line out and pull a bunch of guys up. And, again, you know, granted, they've been healthy too. So, this team is pretty much, you know, it's crazy now because you think back of all the games they played right now, and it's it's uh, the season's kind of going fast here as we start heading towards, you know, the you know the the playoff push and everything else. But when you sit back here, this has basically been the you know this is the team. There hasn't been too many changes. We've we've had to kind of you know we we you know we railed on Kako a little bit, or at least I did last week. You know, um, we've it's been the constant thing, the constant banter back and forth has been. We've been very focused on the goalie situation. The defense has proved themselves. I mean, they really haven't been outplayed in a game in a long time. I mean, there's been a couple of spots where they go, okay, maybe you could have picked it up there. But, I mean, you know, you brought it up. They haven't been blown out in a long time. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. They're competitive. They, You know, there's mistakes that they made. The other thing, too, as far as, um, you know, stupid penalties and and uh, special teams as far as on the penalty killing side, I mean, that really ha- – I mean, we really haven't had to talk too much about that either recently, too. So, I mean – you know, we can sit here and laugh and have a lot of fun and everything, you know, and this this is a rebuild and the rebuild and the, the, the goalie situation and the trade room is coming up. But, I mean, it's not a bad team, you know? Um, yeah, and, sometimes, and like I mean, I said, the it, it lineup takes has, a while. The, the lineup hasn't changed really that much, if if nothing at all. You feel me? Yeah, I, I think that the... the ch- I feel like the changes, though, that they had to make, like there was only a couple of them. It was the Anderson issue, 
where, you know, they had to figure out what they were doing with him. You know, and, and unfortunately, it ended up working out the way it did, which isn't the way anybody wanted to. It was Howden on the third line and figuring out what to do with him. And, and look, it's, it's, sort of the, it's sort of Quinn figuring out, you know, the roles that these guys have on the team, too. I mean, Howden was the third line center. He was really over his head in that position. But he's found a home on the wing. He's now on the fourth line. Uh, Lemieux as well. Lemieux's sort of been all over the lineup throughout the year. He was injured for a while as well. But he's found a nice little spot now on the fourth line in between McKegg, who's been in and out of the lineup as well. Um, and and that's really those pieces. It was really in the bottom part of the lineup where there was a lot of shuffling going on and going with guys like Haley and Smith. But, you know, now Quinn has been able to see this team for half a year. And, you know, he's making the proper decisions on guys like Howden and Lemieux and putting a guy like Deez Giuseppe up a little, you know, on the third line and having Kako off the top six. Um, I, I think the only maybe complaint is 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 somehow and i love fast i do I, I but he's just not someone who should be on a line with panarin um so if we can somehow maybe get fast back on the fourth line or put him on the third line or, or however quinn wants to play that that's the only lineup decision i think i would change right now and is it kind of safe to say that um you know i'll say it i think coach q is settling in pretty good here i think he's uh he's all right as far as you know he's not going anywhere you know, I think he's been uh, pretty good in terms of adapting to a lot of different things. Um, you know, you take the whole spectrum of everything that we've kind of discussed the whole season, the ups and downs, the roller coasters, the goalie situations. He's, you know, he's he's tinkered with this lineup as much as he can. I, you know, we're still, we see signs of his system, um, you know, using the assets that he has uh, to the best of his ability here. But I think he's really turned into a pretty damn good Rangers coach. And I, I don't think uh, we have to worry about that. And I think that whole, that whole idea of him, uh, you know, even the talk of him being fired, which we joked about in the beginning of the season because, the, you know, things were kind of going off the rail. And sometimes that's the best thing that can happen to a coach is go through that experience. And then we get to sit back and watch and see if he can rein it in, straighten things out, put everything back on the tracks, and, and take the team forward. So he's been able to do that. Obviously, you know, Ranger fans, we love this team. We want them in the playoffs. We want them a little closer. But, uh, you know, backed up against the rebuild, it's not really that realistic And as far as the age of the team and, and the inexperience and so on and so forth. And, yes, the goaltending situation, blah, 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 blah. But I think Coach Q has done a pretty hell of a, uh, a good job here, you know, uh, with uh, where the team is at right now. And um, I think that's probably something that's also good for Ranger fans to maybe – be thankful for it looks like the goal the goaltending situation is going is basically like i said chessy's number one right now there's no doubt about it they're going to figure out what they're going to do with georgia and hank one way or the other so goaltending we're pretty much set and the other thing too now is i think we've pretty much got our coach we're good i think q's doing a fine job yeah i agree i've been you know i've been you know i i've been you know carrying his water all year you know i've been making excuses for (laughs) it's true but i mean he's uh he's in he's in the middle of his second year as an NHL coach. I mean, you know, it, it's taken him a little while to sort of learn the ropes as well, you know, and, and, you know, I, again, I was sort of debating with a lot of Ranger fans today on, on the bird app, um, AKA Twitter, um, where busy the last couple of days on that thing. Oh, <laughs> please, please. Get a life, you man. know, Get a life, Katie. Hey, I'm trying to promote the show, Paul. You know, no, we don't I, get I to, yourself, you know. But we'll talk about that in the, uh, in the marketing meeting, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people are like, oh, Quinn wasted, the, you know, the first half of the season because he was playing Smith and he was playing Haley and Howden on the third line, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it this, it's all part of the process. It was all part of the plan. Like, you may not be happy with, you know, the plan and, and the way that they're deciding to do this rebuild. But don't say there's not a plan because there's been a plan. And right now it's sort of working to perfection. I, I don't know what else everybody is looking for. Rebuilds take a little while. Like, you know, the, some play, some younger plays take a little bit longer um, to develop than others. Some can take on bigger responsibilities than others. Some need to be in the NHL. Some need to be in the AHL. It's just different strokes for different folks. And, and you saw that in the first half of the season. And now it seems as though Quinn is sort of settled in here on the lineup. The team has 
played, like you said, they've played hard, you know, throughout the season. I, I don't think that Quinn at any point has sort of lost the locker room. I mean, you know, you were concerned at certain points in, during the during the year where there was a lot of inconsistencies. Like you said, there was a lot of bad penalties that they were taking, undisciplined and those things. And, you know, maybe you got a little concerned that, that Quinn – uh, maybe didn't have a complete hold of the locker room. But you still have to remember, it's, it's a, such a young roster. You're going to see those kind of mistakes um, from time to time with this team. And it, it seems as though right now a lot of that, as you mentioned, has been cleaned up. Um, you know, you still are you know, seeing a, a bad line change here and there with this team, which they do need to clean up still. But, you know, for the most part, you're just not seeing all the bad penalties. You're not seeing all the defensive breakdowns that, that you were seeing um, so often in, in the first half of the season. You're not seeing these terrible starts to games that they had in the beginning of the season. So, you know, the team, along with Quinn, is, is, is developing. They're growing. This is every Ranger fan should be, like, so excited right now with what's going on. It just baffles me that I just see just anger out there in Rangerland. I know it's, it's Twitter and that's Twitter's not real life, but um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's uh, a very, very small percentage. I mean, if you watch yeah. the games at home, buddy, which have been great, the garden is packed. They're going nuts. It's, I mean, that's the great thing too, man. I mean, you know, the real life part of this and tough, I mean, look, we love Twitter. We're on it all the time. It's a big promotional vehicle for us too. And we have a great bunch of fans that follow us and talk to us and all that stuff. It's great. But there's no doubt, buddy. I mean, the, the, the fan base is behind this squad. Uh, they're a lot of fun. I mean, the, I can't wait to be there on Sunday uh, just to be back in the garden and, and, and to hang out and be part of the atmosphere one way or the other. So um, there's no doubt. I mean, um, I, the, the majority, 95% of the fan base is absolutely behind this team and loves this team. At least I know who to blame, you know, if the Rangers lose on Sunday. It's going Come on, it's directly on you. I got a gimme. I got Dire- a gimme. <laughs> directly. <laughs> Directly on you, my friend. Hopefully, pre- it is. Uh... <laughs> Be prepared Hopefully next it's the Wednesday fifth win in a row, baby. <laughs> for my wrath if they lose, but if they win, if they win, that's all because of you as well. I'm just going for the good time, going for the chicks <laughs> and the flags. <laughs> I like the when they, you know, the green to score and the flags go running all over the place. It's good stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of that. You like that? <laughs> Why did they do that? Release the flags. When I went to, I told you, I went to the game with my son, and the guy was standing. I was like getting hit in the face with that freaking flag. <laughs> it's like get away from me! I don't want you there. <laughs> Sorry, that's part like, of the whole it, thing. It, I flag people. It's, it's like flags, that, right? that, no, no, no. That's an Islander move. They do that shit. Oh. That, stuff. Sorry. <laughs> they do that stuff. Now I'm really getting angry. They do that stuff. At Islander games, not in a Ranger game. Well, they have to. They've, I mean, the, the Islanders, unfortunately, for years, I mean, finally now that the squad is playing good, but for years, they had to distract people from what was going on on the ice. <laughs> and that's when they were doing all this, the shirts in the air and the, the big, uh, you know, the Zeppelin that flies around, you know. I used to go to a bunch of Islander games, unfortunately, but... Uh, I yeah, but it. the Rangers are doing all that stuff now. They're doing T-shirt cannons, they get the... Zeppelin thing flying around. I mean, my son loved it and stuff, but I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe they got somebody who used to work for the islanders going in there. Really? There's a Zeppelin what? flying around the garden now? Yeah. Oh, come yeah, they on. Got, it's got, like, the camera on it. I'm bringing my slingshot like... on Sunday. <laughs> we're going to have, uh, we're gonna have uh, ice girls soon, the Rangers, you know? <laughs> what happened to those? Are they still around? I haven't seen them anymore. With the islanders? No, just in, in the league. They still have them? I don't know. They mix it up now. There's ice boys and ice girls now. Yeah, well, you you got to be politically correct. We're, we're getting yeah. really into politics on this show today. <laughs> You're really. I don't know if that's good or bad for our ratings. Oh, I don't know. Well, pal, look at us, man, flying through the, another show here. Um, is there anything that you you definitely got to get in uh, before we wrap this episode up, or, or or can we jump to the the KD Rangers man crush of the week and and and, and uh, you know move on with our lives. Um, I'm looking at my Minnesota game, baby. I'm looking at my list, Paulie. I got nothing. You got? Oh, we got nothing. nothing. I don't have anything else on my list. I don't. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of weird when they win a couple of games and they're looking good, and there's nothing to yell and scream about. I mean, look at me. I mean, last week I was, you know, calling for Kako's head, you know, and now you uh, do. I gotta. You know, he played one game for that. 
What's I got to give you credit. I mean, you went off on him. He obviously listens to the podcast because <laughs> <laughs> he's been like a different player since since you rant since your rant last week. So I think all of our listeners should send you, you know, a little thank you, like tweet or email or you know whatever. Well, look uh, to Paulie thanking you. It's not you know for that. turning Conco's career around. I mean, yeah. if this guy ends up in the Hall of Fame, we can point to that rant as you know. The spark. But what I found incredibly interesting or coincidental or whatever the one the hell you want to call it is it was amazing how and it has no relation to whatever it is. We joke around who's listening, who's not listening, but you know, Kako was in a lot of the conversations and a lot of the columns, like pretty much the next couple of days after that, leading up, you know, Tim finally getting another goal. You know. So it's just interesting to see you know, I mean, I, I just thought it was, I, I still think it is, you know, as far as what we were talking about last night in terms of where he's at and everything. But, man, you know, and then you, what do you do? You go out and copy, cry his little quote there. You know, he's a young boy and he's all this stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, you know, you I'm on copy. the payroll, Paul. Yeah, I'm on I know. The payroll. I'm like, I go off on him. And you've been saying that all year. And there's your boy Kreider backing you up with his quote and everything. And I'm sitting there and, and the Twitter feed went nuts. And I'm like, Katie's on the couch, and he's got a white claw, and he's just he throws this tweet out, backing up his boy Kako. After I went off on him, called it like it is, buddy. Get your act together, Kako. <laughs> see goals, what happens. Please. See what happens, boy. I said before, you know, I call Gordon every day about my trade proposals. They don't take my calls, but the Rangers PR department, <laughs> they send me stuff all the time. Can you put this stuff out? You know, <laughs> I'm on the payroll. Well, speaking of uh, Rangers stuff, you know, they, better, they better check their management team over there to take the calls from you. Any advice? But I want to thank the guys from uh, We Bleed Blue. I got your shirt, guys. I know you're listening. I really, really appreciate the shirt, but thanks for the new grub. And uh, I plan on wearing it on Sunday, baby. You got a shirt? Why not get a shirt? I got a shirt. Well, you know, you're too busy on Twitter, man. You know? Wow. I'm, I'm like, gonna have know. to. I'm gonna have to have a talk with those guys. <laughs> sending you a shirt. Hey, from what I understand, you have a closet full of weebly blue stuff. Okay, <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. I, I have some specialty <laughs> items too that they send over sometimes. <laughs> from the lingerie, <laughs> exactly. The catalog of their website, exactly. Oh, exactly. All right, buddy. Uh, give me, give me the Katie's uh, Rangers man crush of the week. My man crush of the week is on. White Claw for coming out with the new watermelon flavor. Did you see this? I haven't. I haven't been able to go out and buy it yet, Paulie. But I am stoked for watermelon. Like the show doesn't even matter. Doesn't like you know. <laughs> just it's all about Katie's favorite. <laughs> it's not Katie's man crush of the week anymore. It's Katie's favorite White Claw flavor of the week. Is that what we're gonna do now? Well, you know, I got to get in touch with White Claw and sponsor this, this little thing at the end. Well, I was going to say, I, I think I'm going to have to try to find them. And I don't know if they're in the – I haven't seen the watermelon yet at the grocery store. But maybe we'll do like a oh, taste no. test on air next week. see you walking the streets with the hood over yourself and, you know, coming up to people with the watermelon. <laughs> we, you know what we should do? We should, you know, get like cameras and stuff and like and like do like a taste test where we just put them out. You know, blind taste test we'll have like – White Claw and Truly and the Bud Light Seltzer and, you know, we'll, well buddy, see if we hey, can, which is, which tastes best. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. You know, you know, I started my new show tonight down in Rockville Center, down in Arugas, that hockey show. I think I'm going to send it out. Maybe we'll get the Ranger fans to sign a petition. Come down and co-host the show with me, buddy. We'll get White Claw. We'll get them all out on the table. We'll have some taste tests. We'll have them, we'll do some giveaways. Let's have some fun. Why don't you? Why don't you come out of the man cave down there and come out <laughs> and hang out with your buddy Paulie and let's talk, talk some puck at Aruga's, baby. And we'll get all the fans to come out and we'll have a great time. Come on, man. We'll make it a White Claw night. Arugulas? Is that the name of the place? No, it's Arugas. <laughs> Arugas. Arugas. <laughs> They're based out of okay. Pennsylvania, man. It's a, it's an Amish thing. Okay, they're good people. <laughs> they make great food, and it's an okay. awesome place. Right. We had a great time. All right, maybe, maybe we'll I have to set love, it up. I would love you and all our Ranger friends to come on down and hang out. It's a great hockey night. There's tons of special. You wear if you wear your hockey jersey down there, Katie. Get this, half price drinks the whole night. Oh yeah, any white clothes too. White, white clothes too. Anything you want. <laughs> Tell right. them you I'm, know I, me, buddy. All right, I may have to head down there. We got to set it up. All right, man. Well, there you go, buddy. 
episode 19 in the books. To all you fans out there who've been uh, downloading and listening to us every week, you guys are the best. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and keeping us up in the charts. We're having a blast doing this. And, hey, let's get a couple more wins, bring back some happiness. Hey, buddy, we got to talk. It's the winter break next week. I have to take a week off. Slacking. Maybe I'll do the show by myself, Paul. I'll, I'll do the – I, I wouldn't even know how to do it. <laughs> how do you turn this thing on? There you go, Ranger fans. There's your boy KD. <laughs> Tech whiz to the crew over here. All good stuff. I'm like I'm like burning sticks over here <laughs> to get my phone on. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I love it, buddy. All right, say goodnight to the folks, KD. Goodbye, folks. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Go Rangers Radio. And we'll see you on the next time. Don't forget iTunes, Spotify everywhere else. Tell your friends if they don't know about it. Yes. And as always, let's go! Rangers!